Oh my God, they're overcharging in black neighborhoods. It's been going on since 1989. This pisses me off. They know that there's a lot of black neighborhoods that only have a few places to shop, so they're stuck with the high prices. Now that's racist and egregious. Where's your mama now? <laughs> Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a full court conspiracy. Ooh, what an episode. It was like watching a Law & Order. I like this episode. It felt like a movie. Yeah. When I was younger, I did not care for this one. Like, this was one of the ones I didn't understand what was going on. Um, but now, as an adult, like I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yes. Redlining. Yes, I've heard of that. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> so, um... It took me a moment to get it. Plus, you know, I've been watching a lot of Law & Order recently, and I've gotten into the series in the past few years. So it kind of were—like, I knew some of the terms and stuff a lot better than I did previously. If you guys don't know, if it's your first episode, uh, go back and listen to the old ones. But also, if you don't know, my name is Nettie. And I am Etsy. And um, we do a podcast where we talk about the TV show Girlfriends, and we discuss each and every episode, the good, the bad, and the drama. So uh, if you want to follow along, make sure you have access to Netflix because it's on there. It's also on some something else called Philo, P-H-I-L-O. There might be like a free trial mm-hmm. situation if you guys want to join in on that. Or if you have other ways, go ahead and do it. We don't judge people around here. <laughs> <laughs> we in a panic, <laughs> so niggas is on our budget. Oh yeah, we so, you know. I don't even know why. Why would there's no discounts for that stuff? Like those streaming services, there's no discounts. It's just like we're gonna up the price now because we're losing money. We don't care about y'all. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Can we get a pandemic works. discount? A pan panty special or something? <laughs> yeah, a panini special. The fuck? <laughs> a panini special. Yeah, whatever works. Because I got like six different apps i got like hbo netflix mm-hmm. hulu disney i got Damn, youtube you got tv yeah well i share hulu with my sister yeah that's right hulu fight me you got all that you got you fancy can't nobody tell you nothing <laughs> well i like the convenience of being able to find everything like you know there's ways there's ways to go on and find this stuff but sometimes like the quality be bad and It'd be kind of it'd fuzzy. Be reflected. It'd be backed up. Like, we'd be, like, uh, reflected. they like, change it and flip the screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so everything's backwards. Or I hate... So that they don't get flagged. Or sometimes it'll be some shit where yeah. the words don't match with the mouth. It's a little bit of a lag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like they do that thing where it's, like, a fake theater, like a computerized theater, and it's the screen... In the Have you seen that? Yeah, so they don't get Yeah, it's like a fake theater. <laughs> they try all kinds of tricks. <laughs> they make the voice higher. Have you seen the ones where they make the voices high? Or they make the voices lower? Yes! Sounding like chipmunks or, or Thanos. <laughs> like, child. <laughs> you wouldn't sound like a chipmunk or Thanos. Oh, my God. That's what people be having to do. Sometimes I just don't want to see that. I just want to see the regular thing. You know what else I got? I got Prime. I need to get rid of that. I need to get rid of something. Listen, you can't tell Nettie nothing. She got Amazon <laughs> Prime. She got who? She got Netflix. Get out her face if you're not trying to come correct. Yeah, you don't don't come talking to me any kind of way because I got all of it. I ain't none of your little friends. I got all of it. <laughs> you ain't just gonna come up here talking to me any kind of way. But speaking of Amazon Prime, did you watch Coming to America yet? No, but we can talk about it. Oh, but you haven't seen it. I know. I've been so stuck on watching the other shit. Good Girls came back. Do you watch Good Girls? What the hell is Good Girls? No. You don't watch Good Girls? Is that a like, Tyler Perry joint or something? Girl, no. Don't even try to play them. <laughs> <laughs> it what, is that? What, is it? what is Good Girls? So it's like three housewives. It's with Retta. She's from The Office. Do you know her? Is it a, is it a reality show? No, it's a um, it's a it's a regular show like dramedy Skip, type of situation. Si- sitcom, sitcom. No, it's not a sitcom. So oh, okay, okay. Long story short, they get involved with these drug dealers. They're like three um, three women, 
living in the suburbs. One of two of them are sisters. One of them is like a younger sister. The other one is more like more so middle aged. And then you have Retta, who's the middle aged one's best friend. And they get involved in some bullshit, rob some banks, and yeah. It's a good show. It got it got really big on Netflix. It airs on NBC, but it got really big on Netflix because Netflix picked it up to stream. And then it got a following off of that. And now that they're back for season four, been out for a few weeks. So now it's a thing. I fucked up that show. You should check it out. It's a good one. We'll see what I can do, you know? We'll see. <laughs> Doesn't tickle my fancy as you're explaining it, but you know, I'm 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 Go, trying to figure out new things to watch because give you too much. Okay, I'll watch a trailer, but it sounds kind of predictable. Um, what I what was I going to say? What have I been watching? Oh, you know what? So they have this new thing. I forgot what is the extension of. It might come to me, but uh, Paramount Plus um, is a new thing, and it has the. The challenge. I don't know if anybody watches the challenge on MTV. Them niggas but that they're shit? bringing back. Let me tell you, they're bringing back all like not all, but a lot of the. I guess you can call them. They call it all stars, but I guess they're they're veterans from like the the 90s, like the early 90s to the early 2000s. Girl, I mean, you're a lot younger than me, but so they, I'm, you don't, I'm you like, weren't. On, I've been you, seeing these niggas since I was in the sandbox. Them niggas ain't too well, old for listen, that shit. <laughs> they paying them they must be paying them because they a lot of them came out the woodworks ones you haven't seen since like 94 they're on the show now they're it's called it's called it's called all stars or something like that it's on paramount plus they're all older they don't look like they did when they was in the 90s but they're back they are back <laughs> And I'm like, yo, y'all really trying to get me to sign up for Paramount Plus? I love the challenge. And when you bring bringing back all the old school people from the 90s, is it that is are in their like 50s and 40s? Strictly on on Paramount Plus, or because uh, I know the challenge used to be well, on MTV. Well, now it's only on Paramount Plus. It's an exclusive uh, item okay. on Paramount Plus. But they might air the reruns on MTV later on, mm-hmm. and also. If you know how to find it, you could find it, you know? <laughs> I'm not promoting anything, but you know, you know. You know. So that's what I'm if excited y'all know about. How to I'm find excited about high that. High quality, you know, Gucci and Chanel. You can find, um, <laughs> you can find out the and stuff. Birkins, Templar, <laughs> Telfar. <laughs> yeah, we know. But um, we're about to see. I'm going to see if I want to get Paramount Plus or I'm just going to try to, like, you know. You know, you know, you know. Paramount so, 2? That's what... Paramount yeah. Plus. No, I'm saying you're getting Paramount, Paramount 2, like, in addition to all the other oh, shit well, you got? Well, the thing is, is I'm sure they'll do, like, a free trial. I'll just do the free trial and then get rid of it. You know what I mean? Am I saying... Should I be saying this on the show right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to have to wait till they air all the episodes, though. Yeah, I'll wait till they release all of them and then wait and get to the end. I don't know if I can wait, though. Because I don't got nothing else to watch. I don't watch everything that I want. I've even started watching um, True Detective, and that came out years ago. Well, the first seasons. Mm. It's not even that good. It's a little slow. <laughs> Did you watch the the Watchman? Watchman. Is that what it's called? <laughs> the Watchman. Oh no, I've, I've heard of the Watchman, but uh, no, what is that shit called? I, With the superheroes? It's called the Watchman. It's called uh, the Watchman. Oh okay. Not the Watchman. I think you're making it sound like it's like a, fucking, a like a Walkman or something <laughs> like, like that. Like we can listen to some CDs yeah, on my niggas. watch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that one, but I heard there's a lot of uh, similarities to it with um, Lovecraft Country, mm. and I went waist deep into Lovecraft Country. So um, I don't want to see the same thing if it is similar, but. I guess I'll get desperate one day and watch it <laughs> since I'm running out of stuff. Um, but coming to America, coming to, we won't go too deep into it in case people haven't seen it, but I love it. You do? I, I mean, well, from what I've seen, I liked what I've seen. I like it. I only it's watched not like bad. the first, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes after that I fell asleep. Not because it was trash, but because I was really sleepy. But um, I like what Why I... Why are you watching movies when you're tired, though? It's some shit where I had a lot to do that day. So I, the, the sleep well, just sneaked up on me. <laughs> it just sneaked up on me. I'm gonna finish it though. I'm gonna finish it. But I seen the girls. Everybody yeah, the was cam- in there looking right. Yeah, the cameos were later. great. 
Did you get to the part where they had Tiana Taylor? No. Oh, I dang. Got you barely got where, into it. I mean, and if anybody is watching, is listening, and y'all haven't watched it, it's a spoiler alert. I got to the part where the daddy died, and then they had the, the what a okay. what a king, what a king, what a king, what a mighty good king. <laughs> I'm not a mighty good king. I said, yes. Get that check in vogue. Stop playing. <laughs> the midnight train to Zamunda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they go, when they went back to, to, to America, that midnight train to the moon. Hey. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then they went back and then they found old girl. I forgot what her name is, but y'all know who she is. The, the comedian. Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Shout out to Leslie Jones. And friend of the show. A friend to the show. <laughs> Everybody's a friend of the show. <laughs> Keep saying it. You got to speak into existence. Speaking into existence, shout. So, yeah. And then he comes. Then, old girl, the real daughter is mad because they're about to give him the the kingdom. And then she's like, well, I've been training for this my whole life. Why y'all not giving it to me? Because I'm a girl. Yeah, and then, I wonder why they did that. Yeah, that shit worked. Who wrote that? I don't know. Don't, he wasn't don't even Zamundan. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, I'm going to tell you what happened. He all, he all grown fair. up in America. And she was a part of the culture. What? Like, y'all yeah. tried it. Because she's a girl? Like, stop that. It's yeah. 2021. That's what anyway, I'm saying. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the uh, the story made me laugh. I liked the, the callbacks to the first movie. You I, you get more fun out of it if you've seen the first movie. Absolutely. You can't just go into it. I mean, you can go into it without seeing the first one, but you won't get a lot of the cool little Easter eggs they have. I'm like, why you would understand. you want to watch something like this without seeing the first one? Like, what's good with y'all? Well, the first one's rated R. The second one's rated PG-13. So if you have kids, you're probably like, well, let's just watch the PG-13 one. That should be safe. Mm. We can watch it as a family. What the fuck was rated R about the first L- one? Little Timmy. Oh, they were showing titties, right? Yeah, they were. They, sh- they showed some titties. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the uh, current events that we're going through for uh, for this episode. We try to... Throw some stuff in there every now and then. If we got something cool to talk about that's current, you know, we got opinions. We got mm-hmm. opinions. And we like mm-hmm. to voice them, especially on a podcast. So um, that's that. So this episode of Girlfriends is called A Full Court Conspiracy. It originally aired September 24th, 2001. And the writers are Norman Vance Jr. and Lamont Farrell. Or Farrell. I'm sorry, Lamont. I love you. I love you. I'm just Pharrell, Farrell. I'm going to say Pharrell. Um, oh, my God. I had a note here about Golden Brooks and how she plays Maya, which is the youngest, but she's the oldest in real life. What? Get out. Is she? Yeah. She's the oldest out of all of them in real life. Oh, shit. But she plays the youngest on the show. The youngest is actually, in real life, is uh, Jill. Which... Is play which she plays Tony. Yes, mm. isn't that crazy? It's very interesting. You know, black don't crack. Of course, and you know the girl that plays her mom, that plays Maya's mom, is only like three years older than her. <laughs> I know she was tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, work is work. I don't know, All right? But, uh... but you know, it's something where like, and it happens a lot, just because. That doesn't necessarily mean you look old, but you know, sometimes the energy that you're giving is more mature and things like that. But it's like, oh, okay, girl, you paying my home mama? They tried it. Not an auntie? A mama? <laughs> mm. Hey, but you know what I noticed <laughs> in these episodes is that they're always talking about, oh, my mama looked good. Or they had that episode where we first saw her where Joan was like, wow, I thought you were my sister. So it's almost like they're trying to put in those things. Mm-hmm. So that she knows and we know that she still looks good, you know? Mm-hmm. And also that the audience knows, That's really too. interesting. It's like, yeah, she look a little young, but I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, you're my mom, but you look good, even though you are my mom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually, um, shout out to Golden Brooks and, and Charmin Lee, who plays her mom. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the opening scene. I'll start it off. We open up at the restaurant that they always go to. The uh, restaurant that they now have replaced with 847, or they replaced this restaurant with 847. What happened to 847? They too good for some soul food now? 
I don't know, but remember, Sean doesn't want Joan eating there. There was a rule. Oh, so yeah. nobody eats there. Yeah, true. Okay. We don't even know the name of this new restaurant. We don't know the name of it, but it's new. They don't. It's not eight forty-seven. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, Lynn and Joan are eating, and Lynn is talking about how it's a good idea that Joan kicked her out because now. She's able to, like, be on her own and get a job. She got a job. A jobby job. And she's like, you know, at first she was upset because she was like, maybe I should burn this lady's house down. She wanted to burn Joan's house down. She was so mad. And then she realized, come on, Lynn, you're not a kid anymore. You mm-hmm. can get tried as an adult. You'll go to prison. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she decided instead of burning her house down, get a job and find a place to stay. And she did. And then as they're eating, Joan says, uh, speaking of jobs, by the way, I asked you for water, for hot water, about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> and that's when she hops up and we realize Lynn works at the restaurant that they're eating at. With a waitress, guys. So, <laughs> between now and the last episode, Lynn got a job and a place to stay. So she's trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Good for her, man. You got to fight or flight. You know, she was in that backyard living in a, a makeshift tent with Vasco. Mm-hmm. She had to figure it out. I mean, I'm also thinking that um, Lynn has so many degrees. I don't know why she's doing this waitress shit, but you know. I don't understand either. Maybe it's like a, she doesn't want to be pinned down to something because she also is really artsy and stuff. Maybe she doesn't yeah. want to be pinned down to like having to go to a job every day and doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. Uh-huh. Being accountable. Because at that restaurant job, you can be like, yeah, I ain't coming in today. I don't feel good. <laughs> Can't do that when you're like, I don't know, a scientist or a lawyer or something. Right. <laughs> or a teacher. Maybe. Well, you can't actually can, but you can't do that a lot. But they show Vasco and Lynn moving into their new apartment, in quotes, finger mm-hmm. quotes, which is actually a garage. Mm-hmm. Like a real place you put cars in mm-hmm. someone's house. Like, not one of those fancy places that have been remodeled to look like a legit apartment. Not, not a loft. Like a nah. <laughs> yeah, most of the cast is there for support. And they're having, like, a little move-in slash housewarming or whatever. They got crates where the bedrooms are. And they're explaining the setup to everyone. <laughs> that crate over there, that's the living room. Those two crates over there, that's the bedroom. Hey, I see them three crates there. That's the guest room. <laughs> so, if anybody have a little too much to drink tonight... it's so sad but they're super excited they're super excited about having their own space and when they open up the garage they call it central air Mm -hmm. so you know what go ahead and make the best of it and tony and maya uh, bought them housewarming gifts maya got them a plant to put in their bathroom so that when they go pee it feels like they're going in the bushes okay and (laughs) tony gives them oven mitts which is like what oven (laughs) what oven Maybe I they mean, got hot plates. I guess you can use them. So, you know, have hot plates, you know, take the shit out the microwave, use hot pl- oven mitts for that as well. When the plate too hot. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, but Joan's like, yo, I didn't bring you anything because I want to see your place first and get a feel for it. And like, I don't know about you, but when I heard her say that, I felt personally attacked by that statement. Why? You didn't bring anything. I don't you know. know. Like that's you're. It's almost like you're trying to be bougie by like you want to see the place first. Like you want to see how good it is before you realize how much you want to pay for this housewarming gift. Mm, you see it like that? That's how I see it. I took it as okay. I need to see first what this place looks like so that I don't buy anything too extravagant. Not that I don't want to buy anything extravagant. But you're taking it as shade. I'm taking it as, okay, what do I look like bringing some shit that's, like, super, super into some shit that's, like, a fucking, um, a tent? <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me see what you're Bring working like with, a... and then I'll buy something that's applicable. You know? It ain't the I money, because Joan got the bread, so it's not even that. It's like, you know, I got expensive tastes. I know you don't, so let me see what you're working with, and then I'll buy something that fits into what you're working with. That's how I, that's how I see it. Well, all right, then. You, I guess you explained her way out of it. Because I was like, <laughs> I was ready to be like, knuck if you buck. Talking about you ain't got me a gift because you want to see my place first? What, we just, because other girls ain't have to do that. The other girls got two applicable gifts. 
why you yeah. couldn't jump? And then it's like, okay, bitch, you lived with me for like two years, girl. That was your gift. That like, too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know I like art. Bring me some art. Like, even if it's like cheap art that I could put in a corner. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Lynn's like, don't even worry about a gift because it's just a garage. That's all. And Joan's like, it's not a garage. It's your home. And then William comes up and he's like, hey, why is everybody in the garage? <laughs> Joan's like, William, it's... <laughs> It's her home. He's like, oh, man, I, I guess it must have been the garage door that threw me. But William's gift is pretty cool. He brings a, um, a bottle of wine, but once they're done drinking it, it can be used for a lot of things. It could be a weapon. You could put um, water in it and use it as a vase for flowers. Um, you can put water in it and reuse it for, like, fancy dinners that you have over at the garage. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, do, you can do see William's thinking. He didn't wait. He didn't mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to wait. And he got money. So, mm-hmm. anywho, um, that's a multi-use gift. And we see Maya's mom come in. First, we don't know why she's there, but we realize the garage is hers. She's allowing Lynn and Vosco to stay there for a fee. And now mm-hmm. she's coming to collect. And Maya's like, Mommy, don't you want to say hi to everyone? And she says, hi, everyone. And then she looks at Joan and says, Joan. And then she continues with what she was doing. So still some animosity there from uh, the Bride Never Bridesmaid episode when Joan almost ruined Maya's wedding. So we'll hear more about that in the episode. So Maya's mom, Jeanette, comes by to pick up the rent and Lynn has it in her bra. And she's that was the only reason she wore a bra that day is to carry her rent money. And Maya's mom says there's three rules about the apartment. Do you remember the rules? Um, have my rent. Have my rent. Have my rent on time and have my rent. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, oh, those are good rules. Okay, cool. So nothing else. We don't got to have a curfew with loudness. We can play music as loud as we want. We can have parties whenever we want. So everything's fine. As long as we have the rent. Mm -hmm. All right. And the rent don't don't even look like it's a lot, though. What was those? A bunch of 20s that she gave I tried to count it. Dude, I tried to count it. It literally looked like 60 bucks. Like... (laughs) Like it didn't like, look like any more than 60 bucks. Is it a weekly thing or? Oh, she didn't say. Oh, good point. It could be. That's still know, low, but even if it is a weekly. Even if it's weekly or monthly, it's still $60 times four, $240. And then Vasco, if he ever gets a job, split that. Y'all can eat free food from the restaurant. Sure. I mean, yeah. there's only so yeah, much food you can take home from the restaurant, though, before they, <laughs> before they get on your ass. Before, don't some restaurants be like, oh, you're, you're a waiter here, you're a waitress here, you can take one meal home per day? Yeah. Per yeah, shift, not per day. Like, if you're not working that day, you can't take you one can't home take for free. Home. But I feel like the restaurants be throwing out a lot of food, so you can take that shit at the okay, end of the day. Uh, Okay, when you said throw out food, I had a mindset of it being the trash already and her sh- uh, her getting it out of the trash and taking it no. home. No! <laughs> I meant when they were about to you said they throw it out. I'm like, throw it out. <laughs> yeah, if it's in containers and it's not, like, out. Anyway, <laughs> so William has a, one of those handheld TVs and he's watching Ooh, something and he says, um, hey, Maya, one of your could have been baby daddies is on TV. And she says, is it basketball, football, or Morris Chestnut? And William's like, basketball. And then we learn about Trey Johnson. He's mm-hmm. a basketball player for, I don't know what team, somewhere in L.A., mm-hmm. some fictional team. And he's doing a post-game interview. Now, I watched it just a few, not too long ago, maybe like an hour ago. And I'm sitting here like, okay. He's like, Maya, you're, you're not, could have been baby daddy's on. She runs over. The whole rest of the cast runs over to the TV. I'm like, why do y'all care? Mm-hmm. Why do y'all care about this basketball player? But anyway, he's doing a post-game interview, and they, they ask him about the game. He talks a little bit about it, and then at the tail end of the interview, he says, Oh, oh, oh. And boycott Rise Sports Drink. They're run by the Klan, and they hate black people. Mm. And that's when this episode turns into Law & Order. Come on. Dun-dun. So we find out there's a case going on with a sports drink called Rise, Rise Beverages, and they've been accused of being racist and run by the Klan. The key words are run by the Klan. Mm-hmm. 
that's a rumor that's going around. And now that this basketball player has said it on national TV, that's turning into defamation um, because there's no proof of it. There's no, they're baseless. Mm-hmm. So they're taking on, William and Joan are taking on this defamation case. Um, they're representing Rise. And they're going against Trey Johnson uh, mm-hmm. for saying this stuff on TV. And in this scene, I don't even know how they get to it, but they make a joke about Tupac. Oh, that's right, because Maya Maya's a conspiracy theorist. And they make a joke mm-hmm. about Tupac being in Haiti. And Maya's mom says, I thought he was in Cuba. And yeah. Maya says, well, wherever he is, I know he ain't drinking that clan aid <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the running thing was that he was in Cuba. I don't remember no Haiti. Where did I get that shit from? I never remember Haiti. It's always been Cuba. Yeah, sure. Always. Uh, but Maya, these one-liners that Maya has in this episode are so very on point. They're so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> All about the clam. But uh, she's giving, yeah, she's giving really chewy, gooey um, one-liners. It feels like I heard about this case before. Maybe I want to see if Rise, I guess Rise would be like Gatorade. Gatorade or something or vitamin water or something. Powerade. But I've never seen anything. I don't think I've heard anything like this or related to this type of case. I'm trying to see. I tried to see if it was ripped from the headlines, but I didn't find anything. So next day, the whole crew is out at lunch. And William's like, okay, Joan, we got to get going. We got that clan meeting at 3 (laughs) p.m. Maya is appalled. Because she's very upset that her friends are even backing this racist drink company. Mm-hmm. But Joan Joan continues to talk about the fact that these rumors are baseless. Yes. And she's helping Rice Beverages set the record straight. Mm-hmm. What do you think about them taking on this case? Do you think she should? It's her job. It's, I mean, she's black. Well, I don't think they volunteered. I think they were giving the case, first of all. So let's make that clear. Um, so they can't be like... Yeah, actually, well, they could have said Well, they no. could drop it, but you have to understand with these politics, with these companies, is that, like, if you drop this case, then, like they were saying on the show, they're going to look at you like, oh, well, she can't take, or they both can't take cases that are a little bit controversial, so they're, we're going to punish them by not letting them ascend higher within the company. That's the type of games they play. Mm-hmm. And then people are looking at them like, like, like they're oh, selling yeah. out. A you black man up. bringing down a black man. It's like, well, what are you, what are you loyal to, your black community or your paycheck? <laughs> I mean, y'all going to pay my bills? Right, right. See ya. Right. That's how I was feeling. I was like, Maya doesn't understand. Like, you have to do your job. It's almost like when you go, like when doctors have to still take care of and revive like racists and stuff mm-hmm. and people that don't like black like okay yeah this person's racist but you still gotta save their life like mm-hmm. it sucks mm-hmm. but you still gotta save this person's life or this person is whatever supporter or whatever it's the same thing i mean if y'all had a your job first and then kind of like look the other way ain't nobody finna you can't I'm, say I'm, that i'm kidding guys i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> The world is broken right now. There's a lot of social injustice going on right now. Oh we have to be careful. Like, <laughs> the Lord ain't say that. Listen, I watch I watch a lot of like crime shows where doctors be like on the low, be killing people. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah, I gotta keep it cute around these doctors, child. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> um so, yeah, she's she's battling with Maya the whole episode about whether she should continue to take this um, this case. And William's taking it, too. And, you know, William's like, yo, we got to do our job. A job's a job. And we're about to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's when Lynn remembers she's on the clock and she gets up. She's like, oh, that's right. I work here. <laughs> so she gets up and starts. <laughs> she's like, this whole working thing doesn't come natural to me. That is such a weird thing. It's great physical comedy, though, mm-hmm. um, that they keep doing. Uh, I'm glad they didn't do it a third time, though. Two times is enough. Mm-hmm. It would have got repetitive. And Joan doesn't like the situation either. She understands that it's very dicey and everything like that. But Rise is really going through it with their with their brand. They're experiencing boycotts, depletion of sales. And then Tony chimes in with, oh, good thing I unloaded that stock three weeks ago. Mm. Before before their sales went down, I'm like, she out here Martha Stewart in? Okay. I mean, she said she had to because she was broke, but... 
Yeah, she did. She did put that in. She added that in. Um, but Maya's like, why don't you just give it to one of the many white lawyers at the at the firm? And they talk about how it's a big case. It could move them up in the firm and help them become full partner, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, sometimes you gotta take really crappy jobs to get the ones you want. Yeah. Right. I wonder why William and Joan keep getting paired up. Are they like, is it because they're black? Yeah, you know, it's good for the story. And it's because they'll do that a lot. Oh, the two blacks, they'll get along. They can work together. Oh, God. What if I don't get along with the black person? What if I don't? Just because we black don't mean we get along. That's what I'm saying. Some of y'all, I ran into some of y'all in these... um, in these majority non-black situations and then I'm talking to y'all and I'm like, oof, yeah, girl. That's a no for me. Yeah. We can't be cool. <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. anyway, let's just do this case and be done with it. Right. You know, we're not trying to bring down the black community or anything. Let's just make this money. Maya, you get a cut. Let's give you a cut. You get paid too, Maya. You do, what is it, the assistant or whatever. Just do this and be That's done with I'm it. That's what I'm saying. Like, Maya talking all that shit. Girl, you getting paid from the shit, too. So what happened? <laughs> what happened? She's trying to act like she, too, like she wasn't going to take the check. She was <laughs> like, oh. Uh, Jones like, you you, you uh, cashed your paycheck last week, right? She's like, I made that money before you took this clan case. Oh, okay. okay. You're going to catch it next so week, the, too. Yeah, next week, uh, you're not going to take your check? You're just going to stop collecting them? Because I know your son needs stuff. I know mm-hmm. your husband wants stuff. I, I know you got bills to pay. You got a whole kid, child. Don't don't play these games. <laughs> Darnell, don't play. So, Joan and William have a press conference to talk about the case, and they say uh, the claims that Trey Johnson has expressed are baseless. And Rice Beverages has done a lot for the black community over the past twenty years. Mm. Have they? That's giving me. My family has donated to the NAACP for the last 20 years. <laughs> that's what that's giving me. <laughs> so I can say the N-word whenever I feel like it. I think I've earned the right to, to slip in at least one. I make Just I've one. earned, yeah. Come on. Well, I fucked a black girl in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really? Okay, you good. You can come on to the cookout, too. We'll make you a plate. What you want? <laughs> Some mac and cheese and baked Some beans. Grits. What you want? <laughs> Some grits at the cookout? <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, what kind of cookout? <laughs> they cook it in the kitchen and then bring it out, one. y'all. Y'all know that everybody, everything ain't, ain't, ain't cooked at the cookout. And That's a breakfast food. Eat that shit in the afternoon? Y'all ain't never ate grits in the afternoon? Stop playing. I ain't the only one that's... Uh, I think that's an up north thing. Us in the south, um, you know, I'm a southern belle, so <laughs> we do grits in the morning. Anywho, um, <laughs> Rise Beverages has contributed to many minority funded programs over the years, and they're proud sponsors of the Black Rodeo. <laughs> the but black before rodeo? Joan can finish, um, I guess there's a rodeo with black cowboys and horses. Okay. Never heard of it, but I'm, I'm sure in some places it happens. Maybe uh, not in the South, though. I ain't never. I've lived. I've grown up in the South. I've never seen a black cowboy at a rodeo. Mm. But I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a woman in the audience who asked Joan if she's concerned about being um, looking like a sellout to the black community, and she not even black. Yeah, but you know, they still ask those questions because they need to be asked. Like, she didn't ask it on behalf of the black community. She asked it as a as a journalist. Like, bitch, okay, you tried it. Yeah. Journalist, yeah, journalists just want the answer. They don't care how it looks. They just want <laughs> They just want to know so they can report it. But she just wants to be known as a uh, lawyer who's doing her job very well, a woman who's doing her job very well. And even though William's on the press conference with her, the only person that really gets like airtime and backlash is her. Mm-hmm. People That's using her name girl. in street interviews and like acting funny. Like it's really funny because um, they're at, they're watching the news at the office, and she's like, "Why is everybody ganging up on me?" William was there too. We find out that William bribed the press with pizza. That must have been some <laughs> good pizza, some New York style pizza. I don't know about that New York style. <laughs> Let's not get into that debate. Um, (laughs) 
But, yo, where was the pizza on behalf of Joan? Like, you just looking out for yourself, William? Dang. But they interview this guy on the street, and he talks about how, like... I think it's really sad to see a black woman take down another black man. First, it was Tina chopping down Ike. Next, it was Robin taking down Mike. And now, it's Joan Clayton, player hating Trey Johnson. I'm like, what? Player hating? This is some <sighs> early 2000s shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that guy was black. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, ain't you like like Puerto Rican or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, and they interviewed uh, Maya's mom. And at first she's like, oh, Joan's a great person, an upstanding citizen. And then she's like, oh, hell, let me just tell the truth. <laughs> and she's like, she almost ruined my baby's wedding. She's classist and egregious. And now she's being racist and egregious. And the common thread is that she's egregious. (laughs) And so they're watching it at the office. Her and Maya are watching it. And they pull back out. And Maya says, oh, my mama look cute on TV, huh? She doesn't even (laughs) care about Joan, what she's going through. And uh, they cut to like a, it's like further in time. (laughs) And um, Maya, have you seen Maya's hair in this scene? It was like dark and everything was dark. It looked very gothic, very evanescent. Don't cry to me. <laughs> <laughs> evanescence. What a blessing. when you're so bad. You remember? Girl, Amy? Amy got them pipes, child. Amy, Amy. Is that? Is that I, no. Was is that, that song Evanescence? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it is. I looked it up. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I was like, she was looking like a black was that girl. Lady Antebellum, but that ain't Lady Antebellum. <laughs> I used to love Evanescence. I don't know what happened. I mean, they came back, but it's not like that first album, man. Mm-mm. You cried, I wiped away all. <laughs> I was in my goth bag. Mm. <laughs> I was in my white girl rocker. Because the only white girl rocker I've ever really liked, besides kind of, I guess you could say, um, Avril, she's like, mm-hmm. but Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. Gwen Stefani, and I mean, I know it's more ska rock, but they're my favorite band. No doubt's my favorite band. Were you into Fall Out Boy? Nah, no. you didn't fuck with Fall Out Boy. Oh, okay. I ain't fuck with them now. <laughs> Boring. Um, but yeah, it looks like she's like the lipstick is dark, the hair is dark. She looks, she's, a, she looks like she's in mourning. It's weird, uh, but it's 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 nice to see a little switch up though. I like you know I like the change up. Let's let us see something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Joan's feeling attacked. William comes in with an important document, and in this document we find out that Rise Beverages has been increasing their prices, selling their their products at higher prices in Black communities at their grocery stores. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And that's like, you can access these documents. Like, this isn't like they're hiding it. Mm-hmm. And this is very And it's common. a form of redlining. They do this in different ways. They'll have, um, they'll increase the prices or sometimes like you'll see a product that a lot of black people use and then they'll have it like where you only can locked access up. it if an employee locked up. Yeah. But then when you go you to the white neighborhood, that. the shit is all free mm-hmm. and all of that. So, yeah, this happens a lot. I hate that. You know what? I have to go. Like, I don't want to ask someone to get my stuff. And, and there's a lot of times when you go into these stores and everyone's busy. It's hard to track mm-hmm. down somebody. It's just easier to just go to the white neighborhoods and get your deodorant. Mm-hmm. They lock up the deodorants mm-hmm. in black neighborhoods. They'll lock up the hair gel. <laughs> yes, they do. And the relaxers. Mm-hmm. And lock up the relaxers. <laughs> like, fuck y'all. So you used to go to the white... Permit no more. But then when you go to the white neighborhoods to try to get it, because they lock it up, they only have a few on the shelf. Mm-hmm. They only have, like, a few of the black products on the shelf. So it's like, well, what do we do? Hunger Games. It is. So, yeah, I've seen this before. I've heard of it. I've heard of it in reference to um, homeownership and housing and things like that, too, in schools. So she's mentioning how... Black people are sometimes stuck in these low-income communities and have no other store options nearby. So they jack up the prices, and they've been doing this for 20 years. The same 20 years that they've been supporting the Black Rodeo and things Mm -hmm. like that. So 
It's really strange that they'll jack up the prices of their drinks, but then say, oh, we're helping the black community. We're putting our money here. All those quote unquote charitable efforts are all tax write offs. So don't Mm. don't let them pull a wool over your eyes. They still out here with the shits. That's just to say face. Oh look, this is what we have on paper. How much we've donated to so and so organization that's black or whatever the fuck. Ciao, please. Mm -hmm. So Joan wants to quit the case now because she's like, this is obviously wrong. Like this isn't like the clan thing that old boy was talking about. This is really there's evidence. William's like, no, you can't quit the case because then I'm in the spotlight by myself and everybody's going to hate me. He doesn't want to be left alone. He said he can't buy pizza for the whole black community. (sighs) So Maya, Maya's like reveling in the fact that she was right the whole time. They are doing racist things. But Joan reminds her, no, you said they were owned by the Klan. Mm -hmm. Maya brings out this phrase here. She says, if it clucks like a chicken, it's a chicken. If it ku clucks like the clan, then it's the clan. <laughs> Where to smoke this fire? That's a that's a historical line there. A lot of people I've seen a lot of people on the Twitter who love that that line. Um, I like it too. So Joan wants to go to her boss Sweetelson and let him know what the deal is. That you know this company's taking advantage of black people. So mm-hmm. she goes and shows him the documents, and he does not care just like we thought oh sweetelson does not care guess i won't be buying my beverages in the hood <laughs> and the audience laughs too and i'm like bro who's in the audience uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who they must people? have had that sign that lights up that says laugh <laughs> you know if someone made me laugh when i didn't want it it would sound like this <laughs> but they was like ha it sounds too authentic. No, it ain't funny. Yeah, yeah, man. No, he that ain't funny. I don't like the way he acts. I don't. I mean, not the actor, but I don't like Swedison's personality. Mm-hmm. He be low key racist. He really do. And I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it. That's their boss. Unless they don't yeah. want to work there anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm tired of him. And so it's funny when they're like, okay, well, let's talk about this in uh, Joan's office. And Maya tries to go in there, but they close the door on Maya. Sweetelson closes the door on Maya. Because <laughs> <laughs> typically Maya's always in Joan's office. And when she's always. probably not supposed to be there. What? But when the boss comes in, nah. Nah, Girl, can't do that. You're receptionist. Stop playing. <laughs> so he, he reminds them, you know, even though the strike's close to home, it's your job to be an attorney. I know this case strikes close to home to both of you, but this is your job, so suck it up. All right? If you can't handle this case, tell me now I'll get someone who can. And they're like, they assure him, okay, we can do it. He's like, great. And I don't want to hear anything else about it. I don't want to hear another word. So I guess they're staying on. They're staying on. <laughs> I William's having second thoughts, but would you, would you have Would you have stayed on or, or got off or gave it to somebody else? Well, first off, my friends need to understand that this is a business. Like, come on, come on with it. Somebody if my talking. friends were supportive, then fine. But like the way her friends are acting about it, especially Maya, who's actually profiting from it too. Exactly. Like, do you <sighs> like, know that the that reason, makes it hard? The reason why you have a job is because I'm here. Because guess what? If somebody else takes my position, they ain't gonna have your black ass at the front <laughs> as a receptionist. So they're not. Let's They're gonna hire a Karen, a Claire, <laughs> a Gretchen to to replace you. They they're not gonna take you a girl from Crenshaw, mm-hmm. a black girl and from Crenshaw, a black girl from Crenshaw, and have them as the receptionist, especially if they're white. Mm-mm. So you know, if 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 two black people mess up, they're not gonna replace them with more black people. They're gonna replace Joan with a white person. So. I just feel like her friends should have been more supportive in this time. Yeah, especially and that makes it hard. Con- considering the fact that everybody else is on some type of, other than Maya, is on some type of financial hardship. Like, Lynn, you just got a job. Um, Tony, mm. she, I don't know what she's doing. She kind of broke right now. So well, She's on uh, probation at work, so I don't even know what that means. But yeah. it don't mean money right now. Right. I'm like, y'all should know what happens when, you know, you try to over politicize 
your fucking job. Get your money, girl. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, all the girls benefit from Joan having money anyway. So she always if Joan don't got money, she can't. She can't. Yeah, she can't pay for your little lunches no more. Mm-hmm. She can't. You know. She'd be paying for Tony's life, done paid a car payment and stuff like that. If if Joan loses her job, Maya ain't gonna have a job. What's about to happen to y'all? Lynn ain't gonna Maya have her, all y'all gonna be her backup up. place to stay. Mm-hmm. You know that's her backup. Tony ain't gonna have her backup mom. <laughs> so what are we arguing about here? And no, so no. I don't know if I would take this job if my friends are chipping. I just have to go get new friends. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep I'd stay with it, stay on the case. But speaking of broke friends, we're at the garage again where Vasco and Lynn are living, and it looks pretty good. They got it all set up. They got like they built in some walls, some partitions. You know, um, it looks a little bigger than an actual garage. I don't know if it's like standard size or like three car or what it is, but they got a nice little setup there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the bathroom's gonna work, but okay. <laughs> and Tony's helping them set it up. She uh she gives up because she's like, "There's nothing more we can do. We're basically knitting a sweater for a dead dog." So Joan comes in and she finally has a gift, and it's one of those lackluster gifts. It is what she get. What the fuck is the gift? I don't even remember. She gives her a gift card to IKEA. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then Lynn is like, you know how hard it is to put those things together? Yeah, it'd be taking some some brains to put them shits together. I ain't gonna hold you. She ain't lying. It is. And, like, what you finna buy that's gonna be enough for that, like, that space, that can fit in that space? I don't know. I just don't feel like Ikea. I feel like I like that's a gift that she is too expensive for what they have. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. If you can have a really expensive Ikea bed frame with some crates next to it or something like that, you know? <laughs> that's that's what was my point earlier. Like, Joan is some type of... I don't know, girl. Read the room. You should have just gotten her regular visa Yeah, gift but card. even if she, she said herself, I'm going to wait to mm-hmm. see kind of what y'all are working with. Mm-hmm. And she still got her a gift that was like, eh. She waiting for no reason. Or whatever. That's just how Joan thinks. But she still says thank you. Lynn still thanks her. And Maya says, before you accept it, just know that she bought it with blood money. Going mm. for the throat. She said, "Blood." And Joan's like, "You weren't thinking about that when you were cashing your paycheck." Okay. And Maya says, "Well, I worked for that check before you took that clan case." Okay, well, don't come to work tomorrow. You're like, you know what? Don't even show up. Mm-hmm. How about that? You don't want to work for the clan case? Go ahead. We'll find somebody else. You go ahead and stay home. So Maya tells the girls about the whole rice beverages thing, and Joan scolds her. For giving out privileged attorney-client info, she tells her about the whole redlining thing. Mm. And Tony suggests that since Maya and Joan are fighting, they should go to couples therapy. It ain't that deep, Tony. Mm -mm. She's not as bad as you still. Mm -hmm. But she also points out and makes it about her that, like, Joan hasn't been showing up to the sessions Okay, Joan's doing big things right now. Mm -hmm. She's representing a multi-million dollar company. She has things to do, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's not make this about you. Tony, Tony's just... Yeah, read the room. She needs to read the room, too. No one's mm-hmm. even talking about therapy right now. I'm loving Tony's hair and makeup in this episode. She's looking real I cute. will say that. I will give her that. Lynn says, whoa. You know, the girls aren't really down with the whole taking this case for her career thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, back in college, Joan used to do stuff for the people. And now look at you. And Joan's like, listen, there's times in your life when you have to do things you don't like. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. That mm-hmm. just means life isn't a picnic. And she's trying to serve her community and do her job. Mm-hmm. And she's upset that her friends won't support her and not judge her. Mm-hmm. Lynn, Lynn is looking a little different in this episode. Like, they changed up her hair and everything. I don't know <laughs> if it's the makeup. Yeah. She's looking cute. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. Yeah, it's something. Maybe she just got older, you know, people. Maybe she's not done growing. Mm-hmm. They're still pretty young, so. Yeah, she looks good, though. Yeah, they're all pretty young, so they're probably not... not yeah, she looks great. Shout out she to Persia. Persia White, friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show, Persia White. Shout out to you. Come on through to the uh, the barbecue next week. We all got vac- vaccinated up, so we we good. So um, <laughs> come on through to the cookout. So... 
Lynn tries to compare her job at the restaurant being hard to to Joan's job. Oh my girl, all you do is like put down waters and pass out plates. Like stop. And take people's orders. If you don't get your ass. Yeah. She's like, well, at least what I do at the restaurant, I know that I'm not hurting anyone. Girl. And Maya agrees because they're all on that. It's really weird. I don't think in real life that friends would be like this. Nah, not at all. So next to the office, Joan's in her office and she's she takes off her bra because it's it's too uncomfortable. And as she's taking it off, mm-hmm. guess who walks in mm-hmm. without no knocking? He just walked in. It's Trey Johnson. And he comes in to kind of try to smooth things over with Joan and make this lawsuit go away. But Joan's like, she's not trying to get caught up in nothing. So she's like, you know, you should really be talking to your lawyer and not me. But he mm-hmm. keeps talking, trying to smooth things over. She's like, bro, seriously. <laughs> and um, he's like, all right, well, let's say this off the record then. And she's like, okay, off the record. <laughs> in case he wired up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, I'm not wearing a wire, though. You, you want me to take my shirt off and show you? I should think about it for a sec. But then she's like, nah, we good, we good. So he's upset because, you know, he's like, you know what? I just got caught up in the rumor. My grandma was saying it was run by the Klan. My boys was saying it. But he's like, I was just looking out for the black community. I just want all the fans to know that I'm not just some dumb jock. You know, I got a voice. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's, I see you got a heart. It was a mistake. And then Maya comes in with all these basketballs for him to sign. Sorry. It's my husband, Darnell. Hey, this is for my mother, Jeanette, my cousin, Ricky, cousin, Ronnie, oh. and this is for eBay. I'm not allowed to sign that one. She's like, nah, nah, that's my cousin, eBay. He from Nigeria. That's my cousin. <laughs> wink, wink. It would have been Ebe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that could be a name. eBay? Yeah. The black community is creative. Very. eBay Wilkes. Mmm. eBay Washington. eBay Williams. I think it could work. eBay Williams. That sounds like some kid who grew up in the hood who got a football scholarship to a D1 school. <laughs> eBay Williams. Uh, it's his first year out of such and such high school, and he's going to be uh, playing running back. Great kid. His family loves him. Uh, you know, doing a lot for the community. eBay Williams. Comes from humble beginnings. Isn't that what they like to say? That's the cold language. <laughs> Well, that's so weird they say that. They do say that on those football things. He's such a great kid, you know? We talked to eBay about his growing up in, you know, South Central LA. And <laughs> he's just, he just, he just wants to do so, so great for his single mother, you know, Shanetta. I don't know. A true life Cinderella story. Ah, don't we love an underdog? <laughs> <laughs> they do use Cinderella story a lot. <laughs> So there's another press conference, and this time it's Trey Johnson apologizing to Rise Beverages for saying they're run by the Klan. I would like to apologize to Rise Beverages and their CEO, Bernie Cross. It was a stupid and unfounded statement with no basis in truth. I'm sorry. You know, Rise Beverages is like, okay, cool, cool. And then he's like, but actually. It has come to my attention that for years, Rise Beverages has been deliberately and systematically charging more for their products in minority-concentrated areas. This information has been documented and forwarded to the Minority Grocers Association for further review. So because that's actually true, that old case got thrown out and this new case is a case. Mm-hmm. And William's like, how did he know that? Did you give him the documents? And Joan's like, nah, nah, not me. Mm-mm. I don't know who did. It wasn't me, though. And, uh, you know, William don't believe her. Cause he's like freaking out. He's like, you could be disbarred. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, did you give him the document? She's like, what document? Now, this is great because if there's no proof that anything happened. Right. If they'll never find out. This is the same thing that happened in um, The Kiss with Davis. Mm-hmm. When Joan mm-hmm. could have lied and said that they never kissed. But she told the truth. Why? I don't know. Nobody was around to see it. But this is something similar where no one's around to see that he actually possibly saw these documents in her office. Then I'm not going to cop to it. Joan know how to stay on code when it comes to her job. 
she know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to a relationship, she's like, oh, what? what? Lie about what? Huh? What do I do here? What do I say back to this guy who's talking crap about me? Whose mm-hmm. stuff I have in his my garage? I don't know what to say. The sex addict guy? Mm-hmm. I can't understand how to fix the situation. So Swedelson comes in to the office and he's like, I hope I don't got to fire you guys. Because if any lawyer in this firm were ever caught leaking vital, privileged client information to an outside source, they'd be out of here. Let alone face disbarment, possible litigation. But I'm sure there's no evidence of any such violation in this case, is there? And they're like, nah, not not a shred. And he's like, okay, cool. Because now this major, uh, this, this new case is going to have a lot of billable hours for them. So they're going to be working a lot at the office. And they don't want to put somebody else on the case. So he leaves and William's just standing still because he's waiting for his balls to drop back down. (laughs) And in the final scene, he's still waiting. He's still it looks like it's later, like it's darker. And William's still standing there waiting for. Oh, yeah. One of them did drop. He's waiting for the second one because he was so scared about getting fired. So he's just standing in one spot while Joan is working at her desk. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's okay. Um, that's the end of the episode. Next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. It is the moment that we heard and we went, oh hell yes. Mm-hmm. What's yours? My oh hell yes isn't necessarily a specific moment, but just a stance. And it's Joan when the reporter asked her, well, are you afraid of being looked at as a sellout in the black community? And Joan is like, girl, I'm doing my job. Like, and she stood by that throughout the whole episode. Like, girl, what? What? No, bitch. I'm not. <laughs> I would have liked this. She goes, girl, I'm just doing my job. Like, she just said it like that to that lady. <laughs> Mine is, um, I'm trying to find it, but... It's when Maya says, if it clucks like a chicken, it's a chicken. Mm-hmm. But if it Ku clucks like the clan, then it's the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> and I like that statement. I mean, I don't like her sentiments behind it, but that could be used for other things, oh, not yeah. just for rice beverages. It can be used for a lot of situations. So if you're in a situation, listeners, where if it Ku clucks like the clan, it's Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. So, tweets. Only got a couple tweets this time. Uh, Mellow Drama says, That episode of Girlfriends where Joan and William was unfortunately about to represent that beverage company, that redline black neighborhoods, was so deep and real. I miss watching this show so much. I guess it was deep. Um, I feel like this is light redlining. I've seen a lot worse redlining in real life. Like, Mm -hmm. this was like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to redlining. Yeah. They didn't talk about housing or those type of issues, um, schools, things like that. Those are like major redlining issues mm-hmm. that I would have loved for them to at least mention. Like, oh, this is like when they do this or this is like when they tell us that or when they lock up all the products or something like that. Like mm-hmm. teach people a little bit um, yeah. more about redlining except for this just this one instance. So, I mean, the fact that they even brought it up to me, like, OK. You know, some people aren't even, believe it or not, some people aren't even aware that shit like this happened. Like, for the exact same product, it would look totally different in the black neighborhood. So, you know, they can only get into so much with 22 minutes. So, yeah. True, true, true. Um, Lastly, Tamia Raquel. I love Girlfriend as a kid, but watching it as an adult pisses me off. Why do they only ever talk about their shitty men? Why would Lynn go get multiple degrees just to be homeless, jobless, and with an ugly foreign man (laughs) and bring him to America to live in a garage with him? Mm. These women are insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Lynn Lynn should be making just as much money as Joan with the amount of degrees she has somehow. Yeah. But she's living in a garage and she's content. She's totally cool with it. And she's working at a restaurant. She's totally cool with it. Sure. Which is like, what's the point of spending all that time in school? Mm-hmm. Living in a garage, that's tough. Very. I can imagine that's tough. Like permanently? Not like just as a one-time thing? Overnight? Like temporarily? <laughs> Girl. With a man? With a man too? Uh-uh. Like two, both of y'all? You got to make sure both of y'all eat in, both of y'all, I don't know. 
Mm-mm. Anyway, so yeah, that's very strange. Um, but that's it. That's all we have for you guys this week for Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. If you haven't already, rate and review us. Um, and next week, we will talk about an episode called Untreatable. Mm. I don't remember what it's about. I know I've seen it, but I just don't remember the names associated with the episodes. But uh, I know it's going to be good. So I can't wait to talk about Untreatable. Anything else, Etsy? No. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, My name is Nettie. And I'm Etsy. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.